Good morning. This is the Tanya for the 28th of Tevet. Picture the following scenario. The CEO of a Fortune 500 company climbs into his car and instructs his chauffeur to turn right and drive him to a very important meeting. The driver refuses. Instead, he turns left and heads toward the beach to go hang out with his buddies. They drink, smoke, play cards, and party while the boss is stuck in the back of the car. The steering wheel is not in his hands, and so he is forced to waste his time on worthlessness instead of clinching an important business deal at the meeting he was planning to attend. Sounds implausible? Unfortunately, this happens all the time, inside our very own selves. Yesterday, we started to analyze why it is that sometimes we continue with harmful habits that we know are hurting us, and even if we've made the rational decision to stop, we lapse again and again. Didn't we learn that if your mind decides something, your heart is supposed to follow? Today, we will get acquainted with those for whom this method of control of the mind controlling the heart doesn't really work and why it is so. We'll also start to analyze what they can do about it. The definition of a righteous person is that he automatically controls his emotions. He decides what is worthwhile and directs his heart to desire it. The Benini controls his thoughts, and in this way, he controls his actions at all times. The wicked person is controlled by his heart. He does not control it. God created us upright, head over heart. A spiritually healthy person is properly aligned, and the process works as intended. But when a person goes astray, time and again, he messes up the natural order of things. And then there is a breakdown in the mechanism, and the mind can't control the heart. Instead, the mind is held captive by the addiction, and it no longer even controls itself. The mind is schlepped along to places it never wanted to go, like a broken car on a tow truck. King David describes such people as the living dead. A person whose life is dictated by lusts and impulses that he can't control isn't truly alive. He doesn't control his own being any more than a person who has died does. Destructive habits and negative behaviors create a seal or a blockage around the heart. And this causes you to feel like you don't care about something even when you know it's harmful. And so, of course, you repeat the same mistake again and again and again. How do you escape this cycle? When someone finds themselves in a state where their mind isn't able to take them where they want to go or where they know they need to go, they have to approach things from a different angle. When the heart is spiritually sealed and blocked off, only a very strong stimulus can shake it awake. First, you have to reboot the system. You have to get yourself realigned. This is done via a broken heart. It's important to know it is never too late for a Jew to straighten out his life. No matter what, your core remains pure. It may be currently covered up and unreachable, but it is always possible to reveal it once again. How? Through the process of teshuva, repentance. Repentance leads to a broken heart. Once the layers of self-protection and denial are broken, the light of the soul can finally shine through once again. This is what King David meant when he said, Sacrifices for God are a broken spirit and a broken heart. The broken heart breaks through the stronghold of the addiction. It clears away the excuses, the rationalizations, the denial that the addiction layers upon the person, and then the mind can grab control once again. The word teshuva can be split into two. Teshuva is tashuv hey. Return the letter hey. Return the letter hey. Which letter, hey? Where did it go? Where is it supposed to be? 
God's name is composed of four Hebrew letters, Yud and He, Vav and He. You'll notice that the letter He appears twice. The first letter He represents the unity of your soul with God before the soul was sent down here and deposited into a human body. At that point in time, your soul and God were literally one entity. The second letter He represents the spark of God as it is found inside you here in this physical world. When a person sins, their animal soul steers them to dark, unholy places, hijacking the divine soul and taking it along to places that she has no interest in being. This means the spark of God within us, represented by that second letter of He, is also taken hostage when we engage in destructive behavior. In Kabbalah, this is referred to as God's presence going into exile. Whenever we self-sabotage, we schlep God along with us too. When we sincerely repent, we break through the cloud of denial and coldness that had covered the heart, and the shattered heart can feel its divine spark once again. The divine spark represented by the second letter of God's name can reclaim its proper position within God's name. And in our bodies, this means that the system realigns. The mind can take control of the steering wheel once again. Self-control is finally possible. So if you've noticed that you lost control in certain areas, there's no need for despair. Through repentance and a broken heart, you can break through the haze of disinterest that covers your heart, and you can once again return it to where it belongs, under the jurisdiction of the mind. We'll learn more about this in the coming days. Have a wonderful day.